Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Audio Vault on 941 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 at San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Ryan Eagle. I'm Jason Minix on this Football Friday. Gearing up for what should be a great day of college football tomorrow in the Aggies with an early game. 11 a.m. kickoff, pregame at 10 a.m. right here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star presented by Ewall, Kubota, Just Pots, ABC Home and Commercial Services, and the Angry Elephant. Let's talk to the voice of the Aggies who has an early wake-up call. Andrew Monaco joining us here on the Buyers Barricades guest line to do you just go to midnight yell practice and just walk to the stadium and start setting up the booth? Just, I just stay. I just go up to the, you know, level eight and I just stay in the booth and I have everything prepared. And then I just have people, you know how I am. You know, I'm the prima donna. Someone's got to bring me the breakfast tacos. Someone's got to bring me the coffee. So I just whip my interns into shape and I just stay there after midnight yell. Yeah, I, I know that's exactly how you are, Monaco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, do you have interns, first of all? <laughs> no. I, 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 I'm my own. <laughs> still figuring out how to get paid for all of this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, well, the experience, Andrew. Come on. Well, that's it. I, I mean, don't you just go over and find somebody at, at fish camp and say, here's your duties, and they say, yes. howdy, Andrew. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Howdy. Howdy. Yes, sir. Thanks and gig them. Yeah. That's that's all. That's all you're allowed to say to me. You know what I mean? And you can't look me in the eye. You know what I mean? You can't have that. Things like that. You know. <laughs> so, Monaco, I got to tell you this. You were the answer to a uh, oh, a, a small Lord. disagreement the other day, and I want you to know this. Um, I I just casually on the air. I think it was Tuesday. I'm not sure what day it was, but I just said uh, Menix brought us back from a break, and I said howdy. And Menix looks at me like, I didn't know you were an Aggie. I said, I'm not an Aggie. He said, well, that's what Aggies say. I said, Aggies, they can't own the word howdy, but apparently Aggies say howdy all the time. Howdy. So I listen, I listened to you introduce Jimbo Fisher, and you said, the first thing we got to say is howdy. Howdy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's interesting because. You can't you call have, Joe an idiot for not knowing that. He's been around long no, enough no, no, to no, know no. that. It's, it's. You know, it's been it's been co opted however you want to put it, it's been co-opted. But the interesting thing, it's obviously that's one of the traditions. The other one being muster, and one of the great books that's written about Texas A and M is titled From Howdy to Here, because you say here during muster, and it's a way that you are always remembered at Texas A and M. But the howdy, what's really interesting, guys, is going on the road, whether it's in the SEC or whether we're in Omaha or last year we're in DePaul. When you drop the howdy on someone and you're not here, you kind of get that look. Like they don't, they may not know it's Texas A&M, but they're looking at me going, 
boy, you don't look country. You don't look like a cowboy. You don't look like anything like that. But no, that is that is absolutely the official greeting of Aggies. Wow. Well, now I know. And you should have known. And that. It was th- you've and it been, was you've th- been on planet Earth long enough and to it know was that. Thanks to you, Monaco. So I appreciate it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you called me because Joe was like, he doesn't say that. He doesn't ever say that. Pledges pulling audio left and right. And I, I purposely brought you in so you couldn't say howdy at the beginning of this to see if Joe would even catch on. <laughs> Joe, I promise you at 10 o'clock and then again at the, uh, at the open at 11 o'clock before the kickoff, it will be howdy acts. It's just how I start every broadcast now. So. <laughs> there you go. Andrew Monaco, Mr. Howdy, joining us here on the Blitz. Um, you look at this Auburn game, and th- this is going to be a tough test. I mean, you know, you, you think about A&M's schedule and what they've done so far. kind of feels like the Miami game, which makes me very nervous for the Aggies for this one. Uh, very similar because of the physicality. It, 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 you step right back up in physicality, even though Miami's not an SEC team. And you talk about Hugh Freeze being in his first year. Uh, it doesn't matter. You look on that offensive line and the defensive line for Auburn. Now, look, they lost almost their entire offensive line, which was fourth and fifth years last year. And the one thing Hugh Freeze did, not just, not just on the lines, but especially on those lines, they went out and they used the transfer portal well. Look, I, I've got to be fair when I say this because the Auburn people told me this. Brian Harson left them behind when it came to the recruiting. All the advancing that, that Gus Malzahn was making at Auburn was given back. And thank goodness for the transfer portal for Auburn. So they brought in experienced guys from around the country, and they have fifth-year guys on that offensive line. Same thing on that defensive line and with their linebackers. I say that because, look, once you get in the SEC – it's, it's the line of scrimmage game. Auburn needs to protect a transfer quarterback, Peyton Thorne, who can run and can throw. But to me, can they allow Jarquez Hunter and their running backs to be able to run? I think the other place where Auburn has really been not as good since I've been at Texas A&M, I always thought they had dynamic and quick wide receivers, and they would get the ball in the hands of those receivers and just use that speed that they had. I thought there was a drop-off in the last couple of years. Well, they went and got some guys in the transfer portal who have that speed to make Peyton Thorne, to make Robbie Ashford a little bit more dangerous. And those are two quarterbacks, and we're going to see both tomorrow, who can run it as well as they can pass it, that running quarterback. So it's going to put a lot of pressure on this Aggie defense who took a step forward last week against ULM and going to have to keep growing each week now that we're in the SEC. Well, I tell you, Andrew, when, I, when I'm looking at this game and just kind of reading and, and seeing what Auburn has done, because I quite frankly don't know a lot about them, but it looks like their defense is way ahead of things. They're, they're playing defense pretty well, aren't they? Playing very good defense, and they've been able to hide, for the most part, uh, a secondary where they have not had experience now they're going to miss Keontae Scott their nickel I think they call him a star the star back there he's not just the nickel back he's also a punt returner two positions get affected by that he hurt his ankle and he's going to be out for the season Nehemiah Pritchett is one of the cornerbacks uh very experienced there and a good one they got some length back there again similarities to Miami he's not taking a snap this year but he practiced this week they have a very young guy who had they sent. Uh, they have field corners and they have boundary corners. So that boundary corner is going to be that cornerback is going to be closer to the sideline 
the field guys on the other side. It's their, it's their responsibilities. They've been able to do that. The star is going to be very key. But, Joe, I think the key to them is what they've done up front with their defensive line, with their Jack linebacker. He's their rushing linebacker. They love them a lot. And the two, the two linebackers that they had, look, they had Owen Papo there for the longest time, just a great linebacker. But they get a transfer from North Texas in, North Texas in Nixon, and Asante is the other linebacker. And because that D-line is so effective, and linebackers can make those plays, they can make those tackles. So that's why I say it's up front. Now, if it becomes a match of secondary versus the Aggie receivers, that becomes really, really interesting because I think Connor Wigman and his receivers have been outstanding through the first three weeks. Yeah, the offense for A&M looks to be hitting a stride. And, and last week, a nice tune-up game, even the loss to Miami. Uh, you know, the, the offense had some bright moments in there, and you kind of compare that to what you're facing with Auburn, who I don't even know if it's fair to say, and Andrew, your uh, preparation for this and talking to those from Auburn, have they been tested? I mean, they played UMass, they played Samford, and they had a really low-scoring game at Cal, winning it 14-10. to 10. Yeah, they went out there. They found a way to win that one, and, and their defense, I think, really saved them in that game at Cal. The UMass and the Samford, obviously, they were much better than those two schools. And, and you know, it's not – I think the schedule worked in their favor when you have a lot of players from the transfer portal, so you kind of use those. It was the latest start I think Auburn has ever had when they had to go out to Berkeley to take on Cal. Uh, but that offense really couldn't get a lot of things going. They're very opportunistic on the, on the defense, and I believe it was an interception in the end zone that saved that win at Cal. I always give schools credit for finding a way to win. I'm just that way. Uh, when you're dealing with 18 to 22-year-olds and you have, a, you have a game on the line and they find a way to win, I put that in the uh, – that's the checkbox and that you've done something impressive. I'm kind of with – don't mean to go on a tangent. I'm kind of with Harbaugh in Michigan. You know, when you're supposed to win by this amount of points, this number of points, and you don't, and people are disappointed, I can't stand that part of the rankings. You found a way to win, and can you do it consistently – over 12 weeks in college, it's a lot harder than people think. But Auburn found a way. I think this is Auburn's biggest test. I'm not going to lie. And I know talking with Andy Burcham, who's the voice of the Auburn Tigers, and he said that's, that's where the worry of Hugh Freeze is. He knows that A&M has that size along that offensive line. And I think it's starting to come together to be, to be healthy. And that gives Connor Wigman the time. And it, you, you're running backs, even though it's by committee, They've been very effective when they've run, whether it's been Daniels or Le'Veon Moss, who's healthy once again, and, and Reuben Owens. But if you give them time, look, I thought last week so efficient was the word. 11 drives, nine scores, one punt, and Nick Constantino put that at the one. And the last drive, they, they kneeled, it, kneeled it down. They played without Evan Stewart and without Noah Thomas last week. They're two leading receivers, and you saw Jade Walker come up big. And Jimbo said that on, on Wednesday, that he considers Jade Walker, the transfer from Grand Valley State, to be another starter on this team. Well, Evan Stewart's going to be back. Noah will be back. And, oh, yeah, that guy by the name of Anaya Smith came up with six catches as well. I just think it puts a lot of pressure on a defense having that many weapons at wide receiver. Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Aggies. Again, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning with the pregame show. You'll hear him start the broadcast with... Howdy, Ags. 
Howdy. That's why he's a pro. That's it. Andrew, always appreciate it. Have a good call tomorrow. It should be a great game. Thank you so much, guys. Always a pleasure. Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Aggies on the Buyers Barricades guest line. Again, pregame show tomorrow morning at 10. Kickoff between the Aggies and the Auburn Tigers at 11. Brought to you in part by the Angry Elephant at 281 in Redland Road.